you guys and welcome to The Secret Place. My name is Rachel and I am your host and here together we will be pursuing a relationship with Jesus the Messiah. Let's take a quick moment to quiet our minds and hearts as we go before the Lord in His presence and spend time with Him in The Secret Place. Hello, you guys, and welcome to The Secret Place. It has been a hot minute, but I am back, and I am so excited to record this podcast episode. Before we get into it, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and for each and every one who is listening to this episode. I pray that you would bless them tremendously, Father, and that they would see your hand on their lives. God, I pray that this word would impact somebody, and even if it impacted one person, it would be worth it. I thank you for your scripture and your truth and the word that you have given us, and I pray that we listen with open ears and take what we hear and put it into practice into our lives with spiritual discipline. In your holy and precious name, amen. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and get into this. Um, I was looking for a podcast episode to record, but I really felt like um, what I was reading in my study with God and my quiet time with him wasn't meant to be recorded. It was just for me and him at the time. Um, and so I had prayed to God and I was like, Hey, like, can you please give me something to record? Cause I don't want it to be my words. I want it to be your words. Um, and so yeah, that exact night I had a very weird dream. Um, and in the past God has come to me a lot through my dreams to help me through certain situations but this dream was very odd, and I woke up from that dream, and I immediately knew that God was trying to tell me something, and so after spending time in his word, and really in, with the spirit, um, God kind of interpreted the dream for me, so that is what I'm going to be sharing with you guys today, and yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So in my dream, I was in this really big open field and um, far on the distance, there was super tall trees, like taller, like going into the sky type of tall. And I looked in front of me and there was the Bible and it was as tall as the trees. It was huge. And the wind started blowing through the trees and the Bible opened and the wind blew through the pages and the pages started turning and it landed on John 8. As I was staring at the Bible and looking at John 8, something in my mind kept saying, turn the page, turn the page. But as I was thinking that, this type of black tar started seeping out of the Bible and it was going around the floor where I was standing and rising up to my waist. Um, And when I looked at the scripture in the Bible, it was still there, but this tar came out of the Bible and and raised up to my waist. And when I looked inside of the tar, the scripture was in the tar. And when I put my hand inside the tar and moved it around, the, the words and the scripture portion started to crumble and like get jumbled around everywhere. I then looked up at the Bible that was in front of me and it was just standing there tall and like unshaken. And so I started trying to get closer to the Bible and I was reaching out for it, but it was like this tar was pushing me further and further away. And the more I tried to get to it, the stronger the current of it became. 
then all of a sudden the tar started seeping down into the ground and like disappearing well when the tar seeped into the ground under this tar there were people laying under the tar and the tar had seeped into them when all of the tar was gone and seeped into them they had shot up out of the ground and they had like these crazed eyes and i became slightly fearful and they started running around everywhere like in every direction and i couldn't talk to them i couldn't contain them and it was just completely like they were completely crazy i don't really know how to describe it except for the fact that they seem lost and confused and full of like anxiety or some type of like energy they're very hyper then i looked over and in the ground there are these words engraved into like this tan stone and i was in like this deserty area so there was like words engraved into this tan type of stone and i couldn't understand them because it was in a different language and i didn't know what it said but these people who were running around when they saw the stone they ran towards the stone and touched it and it burnt their hands and then all of a sudden they started running to the stone and like laying on it rolling in it and their skin was burning and i was screaming trying to get their attention trying to pull them off the stones but i couldn't do anything and eventually they just completely like burned and became ashes I was laying on the ground like on my knees and I was just crying and distraught that these people would do this to themselves. And then when I looked over, the Bible was still standing there, tall, open, and on John 8. And before I woke up, I remember just, I heard like this voice in my head and it kept saying, turn the page. So at that moment, I woke up and I laid there and I was like, what on earth was that dream? And then it was like, I had this strong feeling of it meant something. And so I shot up, went upstairs, told my mom my dream, and started praying about it. And I opened up um, the book, and I was like, okay, I remember it said John 8. So I read the part of John 8, and I was like, there's nothing here that really describes what was happening in my dream. But then I remembered that in my dream... I kept hearing, turn the page. And so I turned the page in my mom's Bible. And there it was, the scripture that just started unraveling my dream. So just to give a little context of this portion in John 8, there was a dispute over Jesus' testimony where the Pharisees were challenging him when Jesus said um, that he was the light of the world and whoever follows him will never walk in darkness but will have like the light of life. And so the Pharisees were challenging him on that. So now that we have like that little bit of context, Jesus says in verse 19, oh, I'm sorry, not Jesus said, um, the Pharisees asked him in verse 19, then they asked him, where's your father? You do not know me or my father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my father also. He spoke these words while teaching in the temple courts near the place where the offerings were put. Yet no one seized him because his hour had not yet come. Then jumping down to verse 23, it says, But he continued, You are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins if you did not, if you do not believe that I am he. You will indeed die in your sins. So starting off with the tar in my dream, because that's the part that really, like, confused me 
Um, the words that were inside of the tar represent how scripture has been taken and broken up and used to fulfill so many of our own personal agendas and has been used for false teachings. These words lose its value and truth because they are taken out of context and twisted. And the Bible that was standing tall still stayed the same. And that represented that God's scripture is never changing. It always stays the same. It doesn't change with the time, with the cultures. It's always the same. But people take scripture out of context. People twist scripture, whether they do it intentionally or whether they do it unintentionally. It happens. And so I think that's why we have to be so careful with who we are listening to, the podcasts that we are listening to, the books that we are reading, the devotionals. We have to come to scripture as our number one source, where it is not tainted, where it is not twisted. Because if, you, if it comes down to it, a lot of these books are people's opinions, but the Bible is God's word. So when the tar had seeped into the ground and seeped into these people that were laying under the tar and they had shot up, they were running around because they didn't know where to go. They didn't have the light that would lead them on the path that they were supposed to go on. And in Matthew 7 verse 13 through 14, it says, enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. Many will enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only few find it. You know, this is truly so sad because so many people have their own gods or they're the god of their own life. And ultimately, those paths lead to destruction, they're not life giving. In my dream, these people were running everywhere, every direction. And you know, that's the wide path. People are not staying on a narrow path. They're taking every possible direction or trail. And that leads to destruction. Destructions of our lives and of our souls, ultimately. And it says narrow is the path. I'm sorry. It says small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only few find it that road is so narrow that we have to constantly keep ourselves in check to make sure that we are following the will that God has for us and that we are being obedient to him going back to my dream the ones that went to burn themselves on that weird stone that had the words of a language that I could not understand The ones that went to burn themselves turned to like that charcoal and ash. That represents the people who refuse to listen to any reason, who are stubborn hearted or are comfortable where they're at, that they don't want to surrender and give their lives to Christ. The people that never took the time to open their heart to the Lord and invite him into their lives. And I know a lot of people don't talk about hell because it's scary or even some people claim they don't believe in it, but it's in scripture and Jesus talks about hell a lot. And so I think it's something that needs to be spoken on because in my dream and the reason why I think God gave me this dream is because it's so important 
that people understand that if they have not invited God into their lives, if they have not surrendered their lives, repented, and turned away from their sin, and walked on a new path, the narrow, um, the narrow road to life, then they are not saved. They don't have the Holy Spirit living within them. And if they do not have that, they have eternal condemnation. They go to hell. These are real people, your friends, your neighbors, that are condemned to hell if they don't give their lives to Christ. And it's their choice, and it's a beautiful and free gift. But I think sometimes it can be scary to even say the name of Jesus, especially in the time we're living in other countries because of the persecution. But you know, Jesus says that you will be persecuted for his name. He says it in scripture. It actually says in Matthew 5:11, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted you, the prophets who were before you. And the whole reason and point that these people were running everywhere was, as I said in the beginning, they were believing false teachings or um, being their own gods or whatever it may be. They were not following the Lord. And in Matthew seven twenty one through 23, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? But then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. People can claim and say the name Jesus all they want, but that does not mean they are saved. If they have not taken the time to invite the Holy Spirit into their lives and to invite Jesus into their lives and repent, and people have to understand that the word repent is not just saying, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? Of course the Lord will forgive you. But repenting is going one direction and then turning around and going the opposite direction. You were one way and now you are the other. You lived one lifestyle, but now you live a different lifestyle. That is repenting. And to close this out, I just want to finish with the last part of my dream, where I looked over and the Bible stood there, standing tall the whole time while all of this was happening. And the scripture that was in that Bible had not changed. The scripture in the tar changed. But the scripture and the word in the Bible never changed. The Bible never faltered because where truth is, truth will set you free and truth will never hold you bondage. So even when things in our lives are changing and things in this world are changing and scary and are unsteady, know that the word is never changing. It is the firm foundation on which we can stand and claim the name of Jesus. And like the Bible in my dream that stood tall and did not falter, so we can stand tall 
and not falter under the pressure of this world and stand firm in claiming the name of Jesus. And just for one last encouragement, the Bible says in Matthew 10, 26-28, Therefore, do not be afraid of them, since there is nothing covered that won't be uncovered, and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. What you hear in a whisper, proclaim on the housetops. Don't fear those who kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. Rather, fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. I want you guys to know that you are so loved and you are so valued. And though sometimes the Bible can be offensive or have hard sections, we can't avoid those sections because they're hard. We can't dismiss them because they don't make us feel happy and fluffy inside. These things are real and Jesus talks about them all throughout scripture. So if he speaks on it, then we should be speaking on it too. All right. I love you guys so much. And thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast episode. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this podcast. It truly means the world to me. I pray you have the most beautiful day and that you spend time in the presence of the Lord this week. If you would like to find me on social media, my Instagram is raanderson underscore. Thanks again for listening, you guys.